is Edward Russell of Retiree Solutions. Excited to have another podcast. Today we're joined by Alberto Gagalanisi. Welcome, Alberto. Glad you're here. Hi, how you doing? Glad to be here. Tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I'm a financial advisor for Lincoln Investment, which is based out of Fort Washington, Pennsylvania. Started in the business back in 1986 and have had tremendous practice running in the 403B and the 457 marketplace. What's your role in your company? I'm a financial advisor. I'm a, I'm a financial planner. I, I've, I've merged from being just financial advisor to being a planner. So, and I'm, I, I enjoy that aspect much better than just being a, a, an advisor. And how would you define the two differences? Financial advisor, I think I was out there just getting clients and you know running around and doing my thing, but I really wasn't doing planning and sitting down what was good for the client. Not that it wasn't good for the client, but as I got through having a number of clients, you know, they kind of pointed me in the direction of planning. And now that I do more planning and I don't really do selling. I think the, the plans do the selling for you. So I really, I, I enjoy it. I mean, I try to do what's right for the client every day of every week I work. So so when you say the plans sell for you, how, how's that working for you? Uh, basically, I use, I, I do use the track program and I try to get an end result from a client and back in like how much they want for retirement. Your program has state pensions uh, for municipal employees and, and educators alike. And I, you know, if they need 80% of their income and we, I back into it, it tells them they need to do $200 a pay for their career and they can't start there. We start with what we can. And then we, we, every time we meet, we update their plan and try to get to that goal. So I really believe that I, I try to help people every day and, and get into that goal is a way of knowing it. How does doing planning help grow your business? I mean, I think clients think clients know. I think I'm in the industry, and at least in the area that I'm in, the uh, my com- my competition just sells. They sell as many as they can. They go. They don't go back and talk to the client. They don't review. I don't see a, a lot of that. And my clients end up leaving them and coming to me because I'm doing planning. You know, I, I give them a I give them a plan. They get a they get a report that is updated every year. Some people like it emailed. And some people like it in paper. So I have the option to do either one. And I think that's what, that's what really sells them. Because I always ask them, you, you know, somebody next to you in the classroom next to you or in the hall uh, across from you that would benefit from this. And nine times out of 10, the answer is, yeah, I know nobody's doing that for that person. So, uh, again, I've been doing it 35 years and it's, it's, uh, it's growing my business tremendously. So I think of planning, I think of, you know, 250, 300 pages of paperwork where a client's sitting down and looking at a pretty detailed plan. That's my concept of planning. If you're doing that every year with a client, obviously you're not providing two or 300 pieces of paper. Tell me a little bit about the process you're providing. So, I mean, I do have financial planning software. Uh, it's very cumbersome to go through and enter every detail. When I through, go through the, the track program, it's it's very concise. It gets to their goal, and they're really getting a 15-page printout, and that shows, it even shows what they need to do to get to their goal. I think that's one of the things that really gets people uh, in the nonprofit field because they know they have a pension and they know they may get Social Security, and what's the difference? And that this tells them what that difference is, and it's done quickly and easily. It's not doesn't take me three hours to enter the information and go through that information with a fine tooth comb. I'm really doing that goal and they love it. So when you say you go through that quickly, what does that mean in time? How long will you be sitting with the client? I mean, I, I mean, I sit with the client for an hour gathering the information and entering the information and getting it out. I'm, I'm done in an hour. 
and they're not overwhelmed by the technology and the, the sophistication of the tools? No, not at all. No, nope. Even even when I do the life insurance analysis that you have and the social security analysis, it's a couple of steps in each of those. And they, you know, yes, I'm entering the appropriate information by asking the questions from the client, but it certainly comes out and they they get even smaller report for those little, little detailed uh, ones. But yes, no, it's not a long process at all. It's very simple. Excellent. Tell me what obstacles, you know, we live in an interesting time with COVID and hopefully we're unwinding from that. Tell me a little bit about the obstacles you're facing and how you've overcome them this last year. Well, to tell you the truth, you know, we switched our financial planning software, our three-hour entry software, and it took, um, if it wasn't for COVID, I'm not sure I would have relearned another program because it's just forever, Uh, whereas, uh, which I find very cumbersome and it really slows down, you know, me getting clients and and helping clients. So I, I like to work with the client and then move on. We have a follow-up process. So we, we stay connected to that client. And then, you know, it's not as cumbersome using the track program than, than using some of the other programs that I use out there for financial planning. So it's, it's again, it's simple. And I find it really cumbersome. Almost the reason I didn't want to do it. But if it wasn't for COVID being locked in my basement, I don't think I would have ever done it. But yours is easy, concise, quick, Clients understand the graphs and all, all the, de- uh, the details that you see, and it's it, it works out for them as well as it does for me. How do you engage your clients towards retirement readiness? Well, I mean, I, there's more than one aspect of, of the retirement process. I think most of the clients, when I when they tell me their goals to retire at 55 or 60, whatever that goal is, or somewhere in between because the numbers work out, we work towards the financial solution. And I just had a conversation with a client last night. And she wasn't sure what she wanted to do. So by by using your program, I was able to show her pension or Social Security and what her investments would provide her. And it came out that she was working for $1.18 an hour. And she was astounded by that. And she said, I am retiring June of this year. So I was really able to use those numbers and tell her what that number was. And her making $1.18 an hour for all the aggravation she has to go through their work was not was not exciting to her at all. So she was she checked out. She said, I'm putting in my papers now. And that was a conversation I had just last night. So that's how I engage them. I mean, financially, hers was the trigger, but other people, they're not psychologically ready. They're, they don't know. And I've had a lot of clients tell me or tell my other clients, they, they told me I'd know. The older teachers told me I would just know when I was ready to retire. And that's what ends up happening. They just know uh, time for me to leave. And some of it, I mean, the majority of it's financial, but the other part is psychological. So I'm not a therapist, so I help them with just the financial numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that can be a shock when you tell them you're ready to retire now financially, but emotionally, are you ready? But there's a difference between having to go to work and wanting to go to work. Yes. Yep. Yep. And, I, and a lot of teachers tell me that they don't want to go through the uh, motions. I don't want to go through. I don't want to be there and go through the motions because I have to. So... I said, well, that's an indicator to me that it's time. If you're just going through the motion, if you're financially set, then that's to me will be a trigger. But um, I'm not them. So. Sure. How do you define success for the client? I think defining success is, is really having clients, me helping them get to their goals. One of my goals I have for my clients, and they may not have it for themselves until I point it out, is not to have any debt in retirement. Credit card debt and all those types of debt. I even have some who retire and have student loan debt still. 
after 25 years because they went back and got their grad, they got their masters, they went to graduate school, things of that nature. So, and they budget along and they want to they want to pay it off even through retirement. I, I think one of the things I tell them to do is you'll have a better retirement and you'll be able to do a lot more things if you don't owe anybody anything. So I, I try to have them no more than have a five-year mortgage when they're done left and and all their other bills just taken care of by their you know pension and social security and, and their savings. So I mean getting them to get to their goals and pointing things out that they may not see, I think is 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 what I would define as success. What's the best way to help a client? Help them accumulate assets to their goals, keeping them on track. Holding their hand when the market is crazy going down 40% like last March. You know, I had a bunch of clients call me wanting to get out and thank God they didn't. And I always tell the story back in 08 that I had three clients pull out. One of them went back in. The other two will never make up the losses in their lifetime. And they're still sitting in the money market today. That that bothers me. I remember that story sometimes more than the people who get to their goals because it's just it's a very frustrating thing for me. And I I try my best to get them to to get to their goals. But in that case, they they're still sitting in cash because they were overwhelmingly fearful of of the market. So you work with a group of advisors, right? Don't you oversee a team? I do. I work with a team. I have a partner, Ryan. She's she. I actually mentored her for five years when she first started in the business. Now we're partners. She's my succession plan. On, on top of that, I have two what we call junior agents, and they help us go in and, and, and do presentations at schools when after COVID uh, we, when we can, and they help grow the business. And then I have one more coming on board, which is actually my son. He's got a, his last mm-hmm. test, I think, is in June, and then he'll be on board, and that'll be three junior agents. And we actually are looking for one more. So we are we are we do plan on growing, and we do I do plan on retiring probably within the next ten years, and and have them take over everything while. I go to the beach bays and have a and send them postcards. So, um, yeah. When you bring on junior agents, and there's always a risk when you bring them on, you know, rather than just selling product, selling a need and an analyst. How much does track help you in that context? One of the things that the junior agents need is a process, and I think you make it easy enough in your track program for them to follow the process. The, the client answers the questions. And of course, we do some training, but at the end, they see the result. They see what what their what their goal is going to be, and it really keeps them on track. And when you save that, you come back the next year or the next six months when you go back to review with the client, and there it is again. And you're, they're talking about increasing another hundred dollars per pay and what that'll do. And I, it keeps them on track, and I, it keeps my staff, it keeps my staff on track. It keeps the juniors on track, and it and it. You know, when they ask me questions, I go back to track. I'm like, track answers that question. Let's go back and look at where it answers that question so that they can learn how to do it and explain it to the client. But it really does. It's a real good sales format for getting the client to their goal and how to how to get there. I think we've kept more clients since I've got tracked than I had before. It's just it's a great tool. I mean, it really does do its it really does do its job. So as far as I'm concerned. Well, and I'm listening to you and I've. Oh, are you using track in front of the client interactively? Yeah, yeah. I will ask the questions and I'll turn my computer around. My uh, I have a laptop and I go through the whole process and then I turn to them and I say, here, see the red? We, we got to erase the red in that bar graph. And you go to another page and it tells them how much they need to put away per pay to do that. And then they, they hand me a paycheck stub and I can do a paycheck analysis for them and how much they're going to lose in taxes and how much it doesn't cost them. You know, it won't cost them the whole hundred dollars out of their paycheck. And we go through that process too. So 
Some people are a little easier. Okay, I'll do that because I can afford to do that. Some people are on a tight budget, so it takes a little bit more using the programs and the tools you have and using the paycheck analysis does that. And then it tells them if they wait two years or three years or, or five years, how much more they're going to have to put away. And that's a real telltale also because it lets the client know that number is not going to grow. It's going to grow because every year you got to make up for what you didn't put in. So that's another good, good part of the uh, program that we that I utilize. So you talk about showing the client the red in the chart and them getting a grasp that they need to do something. A lot of people are trying to get clients off their heels and, and activity and helping them engage. Do you find that engaging for clients? And if it is, why does that engage a client versus handing them a, a static report? Well, I think it's it's interactive because I can actually say, listen, if I change it, if you started at $300 of pay, you would have this much at the end at retirement. Or if you do $300 of pay, you, you don't have to retire at 60. You could retire at 57. So what which which way appeals to you? So some clients, when they're 25 years old, 28 years old, they're coming in, they don't, they, they're not thinking about retirement. The reason they start the 403B and the 457 plan is because somebody around them is saying, get, get this started early because it'll make a big difference later. I call them the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders are telling them, do it. They have no idea why. And then I answer the why question. This is why you're doing this. And to get to your goal, you're going to need to, to do X, Y, Z. Now, a lot of my clients don't really get serious until they get married or have a family or decide they're not going to get married and not, or not have a family. Then, then I think they get real serious because now they're not in it alone. Uh, or if they are in it alone, they have to step, up, step it up because they got to take care of themselves. So, I mean, it works for either married or non-married individuals. And, and it really does hit home and it does show them that process. And I have, I use the what ifs by changing it quickly and they can see it. This is this is what it'll be if you did this and they get it. It's a real number to them. And it's uh, I, I think it encourages them to uh, I, I have a secretary at one of my schools and I said, listen, just increase three or four dollars every time. Every year you get a raise. She goes, I don't make that much money. I said, no, you did the minimum 25, like increase it two or three or four dollars every year. Just just a little bit. I don't I know you're I mean, she's up to about eighty dollars a pay and she's got a nice little little pot of money and she never knew. And I told her you'll never know how you got to eighty dollars a pay, but or how you know how do you increase it. But she's five dollars here, three dollars there. She's been doing it for 20 years. She's she's got a nice little tidy sum that she thought she'd never have by just increasing it a couple dollars. So you don't have to go from twenty five to three hundred, but in her case, she was just trying to accumulate money so she could enjoy retirement to some degree. And she wasn't, she doesn't make a lot of money today. She didn't make a lot of money then, but she found a way to do a couple bucks every time she got a raise in September. Um, and those are the retirement success stories. I hear from advisors like you that I really enjoy hearing, helping the people put a little bit of money away. A little bit. And increase it over time. And in retirement, they have a smile on their face and everybody goes, how did you do that? And they had a great advisor helping them day by day persistent, consistent. Well, Alberto, I really appreciate you taking the time to share a little bit about your business today. I wish you the best as you move forward, your son the best as he comes on board in 10 years as you uh, move forward towards retirement. I wish you all the luck. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for, ta thanks for taking the time. You're welcome.